Hey guys, how's it going? Sorry, I guess I'm a day late. I don't know, it depends on how frequently you're listening to this. If if you're even somebody that pays regular attention to this or if you just kind of stumble across each episode or whatever. You know. But it's Tuesday, it's not Monday. I'm on the way to work. It's snowing this morning first um, snow of this 2018 winter season, if you don't count the beginning of the year at least. So, this weekend in sports, past weekend sports, was not great, man. Let me, let me tell you, just the whole past week, it was good and bad. I'll put it to you that way, it was good and bad. Steelers won in huge fashion just destroyed the Panthers, made them look like they were just the biggest scrub team ever. How bad is it when you're a team, when when the Browns give the Steelers more competition than, than you, your team did? How bad is that? That must hurt, right? Well, they, I mean, they just obliterated the Panthers. That was awesome. Um... But my Kentucky squads got embarrassed. Oh, boy. Where should I start, man? First of all, the Duke Blue Devils are an NBA team. They're like the Alabama of college basketball. Zion Williamson looks like he came from the NBA to play college basketball at Duke instead of coming from high school to play college basketball. I mean, it's insane. I mean that that that's guy that's a, that is a man right there. That is a grown man. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, man. I mean, six eight two eighty five. I mean he's. I think the thing that the stat that I saw was that he was the he's the by NBA standards he's the heaviest person in the NBA aside from Boban, and Boban is like seven three. I mean, come on, man. It's ridiculous. But he's no joke. R.J. Barrett is no joke. Cam Radish is no joke. Cam Radish, whatever, is no joke. I mean, those three guys. That fourth freshman that they've got is, isn't really anything too special. But those guys, the old one, two, three, those kids are going to be hard to beat, man. And they blew the Wildcats out. Oh my gosh, they blew them out. Kentucky played terrible. They've only played so they're one and one right now because they played some some scrub team. And but the problem is, so here's what I don't get, man. So they played in you know, early this year they had like the Atlantis Bahamas Classic where they played like three or four pro teams, like international FIBA teams. And they look good. They looked like, you know, an actual basketball team. They looked like they could do it, you know? They looked, like, they looked like they were putting it together for it to be so early. I mean, this was August when this happened, you know? And it they looked like they were putting it together, though. Man, they it looked like a totally different uh, group of guys when they played Duke and this other team. I mean, it was, it was awful. It was... Golly, dude, it was sad. I mean, 
Duke was not playing defense at all, first of all. Here's the thing. Duke was not playing defense. It was all offense. I mean, they dropped like 120 points. But Duke was playing all offense. Um, They played zero defense, and they still held us to like 80 points. And, um, I mean, they were just... If they if they could throw the ball up, it was going to go in. I mean, they were on fire. Those guys could not miss. The Duke would just looked unbeatable. That's just to be honest with you, as somebody who I'm I'm starting to develop as a as a sports fan to where the teams I don't like, I don't necessarily hate as much. I'm starting to be able to respect what they're capable of. And I mean, I'm serious. Like this, Duke, so we were Kentucky was number two, and I think Duke was number four. After that, after that game, after that one Kentucky Duke basketball game, Duke justifiably rockets to number one, and Kentucky plummets to ten. And it's a long season of basketball, you know. I've said, I said all year to start the beginning of the season before they played I've said that this game really does not matter I mean it does because it goes on the record it's going to reflect you know but it doesn't really matter because it's the first it's the first game in November and it's a long season you know we got four months of this shit left before tournament time so it's a long it's a long road you know it's a it's a long 30 31 games I mean, they got a long way to go. But, man, this Duke squad, they look unbeatable. And, I mean, I just think that that's keeping it lightly. I mean, they – oh, gosh, dude. They had scored like 70 points in the first half. It was obscene. Um, So, yeah, that sucked. And then Kentucky football also gets blown out. Now, so before – before I get, you know, too deep, too crazy into that, I said before they went, before they played Vanderbilt, I said there's a good chance that they're likely they could, they could, I didn't think they could win out. I didn't think they could beat Georgia because I knew how good Georgia was. But I was thinking maybe they could go they could go three and one they could beat vandy missouri and tennessee and and lose to georgia but i also said there's a good strong chance they could go two and two they could lose to georgia and they could get beat by somebody else i figured in all honesty they were more likely to get beat by missouri than anybody else and they almost did um you know they almost did but you know, whatever they 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 pulled off the win, and they I don't think they got blown out by Georgia, but I don't necessarily think they kept it competitive either. You know, they still got beat by two touchdowns. Um, you know, so it I don't know. They didn't play terrible. Georgia's just so good. I, there's nothing you can really do about those guys. You know what I mean? Um, but man, this Tennessee game though, we. They just did not have any respect for these these guys. They did not have any respect for this Tennessee team. If you've if you've ever wanted to see what a group what it looks like for a group of guys to go into another team's house and expect them because they're an unranked, you know, under 500 team to just lay down and get beat. You should have watched 
this past uh, game between Kentucky and Tennessee because that's exactly what it looked like. They went into Tennessee, they went to Knoxville, and they expected Tennessee to just let them win. They expected Tennessee to just be overwhelmed and to just let them win. Here comes 11th-ranked Kentucky. They were just a top-10 team last week before they got beat by Georgia, which who doesn't get beat by Georgia? You know, all this stuff. And, I mean, man, they Tennessee put it on them. I mean, the offense played terrible. The defense played terrible. The special teams played terrible. There's point. There's not one person you could point the finger at because everybody did a horrible job. Nobody did their job. Every they played as bad as they possibly could. The only good thing that that could, that's going to come out of this is that it's going to, you know, it's again, it's re, it's going to reaffirm them to be like, look, guys, it, as good as we may be. These teams are not going to back down to us. That's what it needs to show them. And the thing that worries me is that Mark, these Mark Stoops football teams have a horrible, horrible habit of starting the season like they're just, you know, like they're, their heads are on fire and they're playing out of their minds. And they go 4-0, 5-0, and they lose out the rest of the season. And I don't think that that's going to happen this year. I mean, they've already got seven wins, you know, and the last two teams that they've got to play are nobody this year. You know, they're they're playing Middle Tennessee State, I believe, who's a scrub team. Seriously, I mean, they are. No disrespect to those guys, but it's a scrub team. And then they've got to play uh, Louisville, who this year Louisville is terrible, and they just fired their coach. So on top of the fact that they're just not really a good team this season – they have no leadership now. So we should be able to beat both those teams, come away with a miracle nine-win season. And not even really that it's a miracle, but just that, again, this team has overachieved. Seven wins as early in the season as they've got it is unheard of for a Kentucky squad. You know, they've dropped two in a row. They've lost, um, they've lost three out of their last five, I think. They've either lost three out of their last six or they've lost three out of their last five, something like that. You know, it's but it's the body of work in general. You know, the thing is, is they're still a good team. The body of work still speaks for them. They beat, they beat a ranked Florida team at in the swamp. They beat a ranked Mississippi State team at home, and they lost to a ranked Texas A&M team at Texas A&M. You know. They didn't get blown out by Georgia, but they didn't. I don't. I, they didn't get blown out. That's all I can say. They didn't get blown out by Georgia at home, and Georgia's an amazing team. They did get blown out by Tennessee, and that's their one bad loss. But here's the way that I look at it: is the body of work is still strong for this team. They should still be in a decent conversation for uh, the end of the season. You know, the, the bowl season, and you know. This, this loss to Tennessee looks terrible. But, you know, we've had some other other teams have had blowout losses, other good teams. You know, look at Ohio State. You know, they got blown out by Purdue. Blown out by Purdue. You know, and they're still going to be in a, in a conversation. Granted, they're only maybe a two-loss team, and it's one blowout, one ranked loss on the road, I think, if, if they've got two losses. So... 
take that with a grain of salt, but still, you've got to look at, you got to look at the field, look what everybody else is doing, you know, so, I don't know, the rest of the season looks good for them, in all honesty, I, I really do think they should finish 9-3, and three. I think that that's 100% what we should expect as fans at this point in the season, they are a, they are a nine and three basketball, or they are a nine and three football team. That's what they should finish the season as. That's what they've performed like. They've performed and, and played like a nine and three team. So that's what I expect. I expect them to win. Maybe not in big fashion, but I expect them to win. I don't think Louisville is going to lay down for them. You know, don't get me wrong, but you know, I do expect them to. I expect them to win. But. I don't know, man. To be honest with you, I'm more worried about the basketball team than I am anything else, even though it is a long season. Just I'm wondering what happened to these guys. You know, the rest of the field is looking really good. Like I said, you got to weigh it against everybody else. Uh, You know, the Zags look good right now. Duke looks unbeatable. North Carolina is always good. Kansas looks great right now. You know, all these teams are looking awesome. So I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to the Kentucky team from the summer to now because they look like a totally different group of guys, and I don't feel good about that. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. really sucks. Um, but going back to the Steelers football, thank God they got this huge win. Number one in the AFC now, first of all, because the Titans just – to the Patriots and to be honest with you I've I've never been the person to say is this it for Tom Brady just because they always figure out a way the the Patriots are always playoff ready and they still have a great team okay no mistake about it their defense is kind of iffy kind of but they still have the ability to stand up and 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 make a play when they've got to but man Based on the way that they've played this season so far, I really do think that your Tom Brady, Father Thomas, has finally caught up with Tom Brady because he does not look like the same guy anymore. He's slow. He makes mistakes that he normally doesn't. And it it just looks like maybe he can't put – He's and that's the thing is he's never had to put the team on his shoulders because he's always had a great team. He's always either had a great defense to make up for the offensive woes or the offense has been so amazing they haven't had to rely on defense. So I think that this year, just as banged up as they are, Father Time's finally starting to catch up with Tom Brady. I don't know, man. I just think that maybe we're trying – We're maybe he's not done this season. But it's it's the downhill climb, that's for sure. I really do believe it, and it, it'll it's the end of an era. Seriously, I mean, what the Patriots have done the past twenty years is unthinkable. It's unheard of. No team's ever done this, you know, except maybe the Forty ers No team's ever done it like this. And so, I think that they'll probably give it a couple more tries. I said last season, last year, I said, you know, Tom, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. They just are. All right. Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. If Tom Brady wins, if Tom Brady gets the sixth ring last year against the Eagles, I say he retires then. 
you know, goes down as the greatest NFL player of all time, the most decorated NFL player of all time. Maybe not necessarily the best quarterback, just because, I don't know, man, there's a lot of room for some other, a lot of other QBs. And I'm not even going to bring up, like, Ben Roethlisberger, like he's my guy, and talk about he's the best. I mean, Drew Brees has got, he's like the fucking Wayne Gretzky of football. So, I mean, I think you got to give that kid the nod, even though he's not, you know, winning Super Bowls every year. You know, he doesn't have the management team and the actual, you know, the guys in the skill positions to get those wins. He's got one, and that's better than nothing. Um, and, I mean, of course, you know, Peyton Manning and fucking John Elway and Joe Montana and Dan Marino and Terry Bradshaw. There's no way you can't Troy Aikman, you know, Roger Staubach. There's no way you can look at those guys and not say, man, this is like those guys that I named off just now, that's like a top ten. You know, you can't have a Mount Rushmore of guys because it just never ends. So, it's tough. But, still. I think that last year, if they win, he retires. If they lose, which they did, he comes back one more season and then win or lose this year, he's done. And I don't know, thinking about it now, I don't necessarily know if I believe in that. I don't know if he'll be done this season, but man, I just, I think that he's finally starting to see a decline and it wouldn't surprise me. I think, I, I'm starting to believe, depends on how the rest of the season ends up. If the Patriots have a ho-hum into the season, they coast into the playoffs and they go out, you know, second round or if they go out AFC championship. I think that maybe, especially if they don't make it to the AFC Championship, I think he's done. I think he just hangs it up, calls it quits. Really, actually, I don't even know how much is left in his contract, but I think this might be his last year. But probably should look into that before I start talking shit. (laughs) But I don't know, man. Right now, though, the Steelers are playing amazing. They're like on a five-game win streak right now, something like that. They're playing out of their minds. Antonio Brown's getting all the looks he needs to for them to be successful. He's averaging a touchdown and like 100 yards a game. Um, James Conner's averaging like a touchdown a game. You know, Juju's playing insane. Jesse James and, and this, I think McDonald is the kid's name, are playing out of their minds right now. The defense is stepping up and making big plays. Bud Dupree's balling out of control. You know, the whole team still shaleaves. And they're they're the number they're obviously they're they're running the AFC North right now, and they are the number one team in the AFC. They are the team to beat. When I look at the AFC, in all honesty, you know, seriously, in all honesty, there's not a team that I can see, that I can think of, that can beat the Patriots. You know, maybe New England could. I don't I don't even really know if New England could. Right now, I don't know if they could. Maybe New England could. Um, you know, the Titans are playing really good right now. Maybe they could do it, but I still really don't think so. I just, I think that right now, and this is not me, you know, saying this because they're my team. I just, I really do think that these guys, that nobody can beat these guys right now. 
and there's a lot of football left. You know, don't get me wrong. It's not. It's it's middle of of November. You know, we got six weeks of this shit left. So five, six weeks. So there's a lot of football left. Don't get me wrong here, but you know these uh, these guys are looking really good. They're looking like they're dialing it in. They they they're looking like maybe they could be making a run. And, uh, man, I really want them to. I really want to. Because that's the thing, man. Every era has to end. Every That's the, the problem. You know, the Steelers and the Patriots have been... The Steelers, the Patriots, and um, the Packers have been great teams for the past 10 to 20 years. 10, 15, 20 years. Those three teams have been amazing that can't last forever man you when you lose your captains you know you lose a quarterback you lose a coach you know what whatever it is mostly a quarterback you know you lose a quarterback your entire offense has to change you know to meet the needs of a new guy ben's going to be gone soon tom brady's going to be gone soon aaron Rodgers will be playing a little bit longer but he'll be gone soon and it's going to be the end of a dynasty end of an era you know what i mean and um, they need to win now because they they're gonna we're looking at going seriously we're looking at going through another drought. I mean we're looking we're looking at going through. You know it could potentially be if if what happens last time holds up. I mean I don't want to go thirty years before we win a Super Bowl, but it could be very possible that they could go thirty years before they win another Super Bowl if they don't get it now. You have to win it now while you're the you're the class of the AFC, while you're the best team in the AFC. You've got to get it while the getting's good. So, I hope they can make it happen, man. Um, they're looking like the team to beat. Again, Kentucky men's basketball scaring me right now, but there's a lot of basketball left. Kentucky, men, Kentucky football disappointing me, but... This team should win out the rest of the season and go to a great bowl game. First nine-win season. First eight-win eight season like ever. First nine-win season. Unthinkable, unheard of ever for Kentucky football. It's a long way to go, long road, you know. It's a lot of time, but we'll see. I feel good about these guys still. Basketball team makes me nervous, though. My football teams, though, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about. But All right, guys, I appreciate it almost at work now. I'm going to get off here because it's about to get crazy trying to get off the fucking interstate here. Still don't have headphones, so I'm sorry about all the road noise in the background. There's, you know, nothing I can do, though. But, alright, guys. Deuces. Have a good one. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I talked all that shit about the Steelers and everything. I totally forgot, man. I'm sleeping on the Chiefs. You know, Patrick Mahomes is like the looks like the quarterback of the future right now. And I'm over here talking about how the Steelers look like the team to beat. You know, I don't I don't know. I guess I need to see if they're going to play each other, I, which obviously they're going to at some point because they're both in the AFC. So whether they play regular season ball or if they're going to the playoffs against each other, I'm not really sure yet. I have to look deep into the schedule. That's going to be tough, man. Between Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, I mean, the Steelers' defense has got their hands full with those guys. I mean, right now, that's what I would say 
that that is the team to beat right now is the is the uh, what do you call it the Chiefs I don't know we'll see what happens I guess but I just yeah I don't know I really do think that man when the Steelers are are clicking like that though I mean they've got the best they have the best wide receiver they got the best quarterback wide receiver combination in the league right now between Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown there's not there isn't another quarterback and receiver combination that is better than them other teams may have a better overall quarterback you know like the Saints have Drew Brees and the Patriots have Tom Brady and even the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and there's teams that have better running backs you know obviously again the Chiefs have Tyreek Hill and um I don't know, I'm trying to think of some other standouts. The Rams, you know, have got Todd Gurley. But, you know, obviously those guys are better than James Conner. But, man, our quarterback-receiver combination, it's hard to top those two. And the problem is Antonio Brown is so good. And this, and that's not me just, you know, sorry, man, I'm not, I'm not kissing your ass here because you're my team. There's, it's undisputed. There's... You can't you can't argue about it. He, I mean, he's the number one receiver in the league, like three years in a row. You know, he's average. He gets he ropes in more yards and more TDs than anybody else year in and year out. He's the best receiver in the league. He just is. And uh, you know, you've got a guy like Ben Roethlisberger who stands in the pocket, throws people off of his shoulders can dodge the hit, can bend over and throw people off of him, you know, like a fucking springboard, who can hold on to the ball and get it, get it right there, thread the needle. There's not a better combination in the NFL than those two, and I, I don't, I, I don't care, I don't, I firmly believe that, I don't think there's any two guys that are better suited than these two, you know, if Des Bryant didn't get hurt, you know, maybe uh, maybe Drew Brees could show him up. You know, maybe. But Des Bryant has never shown that he could be as good as Antonio Brown is right now. So I don't I don't want to hear that about what coulda, woulda, shouldas. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't think there's anybody else that could stand in between them. So when they're clicking, when they're really, when they're rolling... I don't know, man. I still think that they'll they give they'll give any team a run for their money. You know, this point of the season and on. There's one thing. You know, I read an article uh, from ESPN about um, about these teams. You know, during the power rankings, they were given a little description about each team, and that's one common thing between the Pats and the Steelers is that this time of the season, throughout the rest of the year, this is usually when they start imposing their will. They go takeover mode. Everybody's dialed in, and they they put on their winning streaks to to go ahead and, and cruise to the playoffs, and that is what's happening right now. And here's the thing, man. I don't, I'm not going to count the Chiefs out because Alex Smith is a great quarterback, but he hasn't played as good as Mahomes has. But one thing about every team that Andy Reid has had when he's been at Kansas City is that they have opened up the season amazing every single year they open up the, the season amazing they they do this they go nine and one they go ten and one ten and two and then they fall apart come the playoffs 
And so I'm not going to count them out because Patrick Mahomes could be the anchor that really, you know, gets them into, you know, heavy playoff, uh, a heavy playoff mindset. But I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not totally convinced. Um, at least not yet. You know, we'll see what happens. The rate that they're playing right now, I don't think that they're in a discussion for a wild card. Obviously, right now we're talking about them clinching. You know, their division is obviously on a lock, but they're probably going to swing in. If they maintain this, they're probably going in number one in the AFC. You know, getting that, getting the uh, home field advantage and the first round by, if we were to take the season as it is right now at least. But still, there's a lot of football left, and we'll see. But, all right. Now, seriously, though, this time I, I am headed out. I just, that hit me about the Chiefs right before I was about to, for real, just shut her down. And I I couldn't sleep on them. I didn't want to disrespect them that bad. So, all right. For real, though, this time later, guys. <laughs>